Welcome to Ordinary Holiness, a place to share stories of how God is working in the ordinary of our lives. Welcome to Ordinary Holiness. We're so glad you're here. Welcome back. I can't tell you what episode it is because it's been a while. It's been a while and it's okay because you have seasons of docility and openness and receptivity and you have seasons of all out busyness. Uh, Holidays happened. School started back up. School breaked. Like all this stuff happened, but I am not here alone because that would not be ordinary holiness. I Samantha Baker. I'm here with the Susan Speck, who I'm so glad just to be by. I mean, this is a holy woman, people. If you have a chance <laughs> to meet Susan Speck in person, you should. But Susan, we're back. Can you believe it? We are back and it feels like a long time, but it's also like riding a bike. Just get back on the bike. <laughs> And you're ready to rumble. So we are back and we are excited. And we have a lot of stories that we have collected over the time that we have not um, recorded. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it definitely is like riding a bike. We made the analogy as we set up our one microphone that we share because we still haven't figured out the whole microphone situation. But that's okay. As long as you can hear us, that's all that matters. But it was very much like... Yeah, this is like riding a bike. We got to figure out like which muscles to use and like how to even get on the bike at some points. But we're here. We're ready to share. Um, And yeah, we are starting a new year. It's kind of crazy that we're here in 2022, um, but no short of ordinary holiness in all of this. And so Susan has a really awesome story uh, that she has found um, generosity in. And so I'm really excited to hear what you have to share, Susan. And here you go. The floor is yours. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think generosity um, has surfaced several different times um, in the past couple months. And um, especially during like the holiday season, there's Sometimes I feel like people's hearts are opened a little bit more to be more generous, um, especially to those who do not have as much as we may have. Um, But generosity just, yeah, kept coming up in prayer. And I had been um, having conversations with different people. And it is very um, evident to me how um, generosity just in like our human lives is a direct reflection of the generosity that God, um, gives to us as well. And it's evidence in that. Uh, but the story that I want to share with you, um, goes kind of back to 2021 actually. And it is, um, my youngest sister, um, got married in November of 2021, had to think there for a second. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had it it was a family wedding obviously and so we were um, in charge of 
setting up the venue and making sure everything was planned for um, the reception and after the the wedding and um, we got to the venue at like 8 a.m and we get there first and start like bringing things in and then there's just like this uh, line of cars that follows in after us and it was um, my mom and my dad to my five brothers to my sister-in-law, to my aunts and uncles. And there was just this whole army of people who um, dropped everything that they, you know, had planned for that Saturday morning and came to the venue and was like, okay, I'm here to help. How can I help you? What needs to be done? Um, And so from stringing lights to um, setting up huge like display letters um, in front of the venue um, to celebrate the new couple, there was people directing traffic and people just all using um, everything, all the gifts that they had been given to make sure like this day um, was going to go happen smoothly uh, for our family and for my youngest sister. And it was really beautiful. And it really moved my heart when I saw um, just people working together and um, there was like no selfishness involved in um, any of it. They just were constantly um, making themselves available and giving of themselves. And I saw generosity um, kind of in a new light that day because these people who they are family, but um, didn't need to volunteer their time or their talents um, to come and help help our family out. And they did. Uh, And it was so beautiful to just I mean, the girls were getting ready downstairs and getting our hair and makeup done. And then we would walk upstairs and um, all the guys are just moving around, hustling and bustling, setting up, setting up lights. And it was so cool to just like stop and take it in and take a picture. And sorry, I don't want to look it up on my phone. Keep going. Um. And so, yeah, I, I was very, uh, very much moved in the fact that um, generosity is something that you can definitely um, see in someone's life where sometimes other virtues can be a little more hidden, mm-hmm. uh, like humility or something um, like that. It's very, it's very evident when someone lives a very generous life and mm-hmm. they give them themselves. Um, and I also find it very encouraging when people... Uh, know what their like talents are mm-hmm. and have prayed through it and know themselves well and are able to, um, yeah, just like use those talents to glorify God, God by being generous um, in that way. So that was one of my generosity stories. Um, and there were several other ones that uh, came up, smaller ones, I think, throughout um, the time that we were um, not recording. But it was very beautiful to to witness this generosity in people um, in my family. Yeah, definitely. I think celebrations or like big events allow for like generosity to come full circle, you know, or like be shown in different ways. And I like how you said, like, it's about gifts and talents. Cause you know, a lot of time you think about generosity and the world likes to think about generosity most of the time, like with this idea of like money and status. and so when you look it up, it says the quality of being kind and generous. generous. Um, 
And it's a willingness to give money and other valuable things to others. But like in our faith, the valuable thing is, you know, our gifts and talents um, to think about it. And that um, the three pillars or however you want to say it, but like time, treasure, talent. Mm -hmm. Um, And so those are valuable things we have as Christians. um, And we have been bestowed, you know, charisms and gifts and talents that are specific to who we are because we are made um, uniquely made. Uh, and so that's, I liked how you said that, like all these people showed up to give mm-hmm. of their talent and their time, even though they maybe weren't, you know, wasn't the highest priority of the, their list, but yeah. they were willing to do that. Um, and that's really important, especially, um, in big families. Cause like that, um, you know, planning an event for that, you know, bigger families is a lot. Um, So for them to be so willing to like stop everything to help out and be aware of that. Um, And so uh, also while you're talking a Bible verse came to mind, um, Proverbs 11, 25. So in this translation, um, it's the NAB revised edition. Um, It says, whoever confers benefits will be amply enriched and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. So that's one translation, but another translation takes out benefits and um, it talks about like generosity, it uses generous in there. Um, so, it, you know, it's saying whoever is gener- generous and, and giving um, will be, you know, refreshed, repaid. And we think about in heaven, right? So uh, we don't know what we do on earth, what we will see, you know, as being repaid um, in heaven and what you know, the Lord says like, you know, did you clothe the naked? Did you feed the hungry? Um, And that's when we're encountering Christ in those kind of moments. And so poverty doesn't always have to be monetarily. It can be in like poverty of like, I don't know how I'm going to get this done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those people to come in and do that. And um, I also think of the woman at the temple where she gives her coins. Oh, yes. And like so few and, um, can't remember exactly what Jesus's reply is, but basically like, you know, she just gave more than all of you mm-hmm. Pharisees, like, mm-hmm. and they don't understand that because they see it like the world sees it of status and money. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of a lot. It, it's always so fascinating to hear how like one story can, you know, make you think of all these different things and like how they can be connected and like the truth of the word from the Bible is evident in our times now. So it's not like just this, you know, story that was written a really long time ago and that's it. But like, no, there are people who are imitating, um, you know, people, characters in the Bible. And this is God's love story for us that he wrote. Um, So yeah, it's going to play out in our time. But yeah, generosity. Generosity. Yeah. And I think that like you hear often, um, the Lord cannot be outdone in his generosity mm-hmm. and that just like praying through, um, the, my sister's wedding and, um, you know, trying to figure out like why that moved my heart so much and like, what about it was so inspiring. And I remember thinking like, just like, don't think about it too much, Susan, cause you know, you're just going to get worked up and you're going to get like, I mean, in a good way, but like you are, like that's going to move your heart into like a way where like, you're going to want to cry. And just because like, it was, it was so, it was like so beautiful for me to witness. And so like praying with that. And then, like you said, everything is so interconnected and 
um, I immediately um, thought about like how generous God is Mm -hmm. with us Mm -hmm. and like the different gifts that he gives us and whether like we may feel like some part of our life um, is lacking, whether that's our health or our job Mm -hmm. or whatever that looks like. Um, He's so generous in all these other ways. And like in some way it's unfair for us to like be unhappy because he is generous in the amount of like the friendships that we have or our family life, or maybe it is our health or, you know, like generosity um, manifests itself in so many different ways in everyone's lives. And it looks different for different people. Mm -hmm. Um, But the one thing that like kept resurfacing is how generous um, God has been with what the gifts that he has given all of us. Mm -hmm. um, And it especially um, as Catholics, like the sacraments mm. and how he gives us these gifts and we half-heartedly, um, receive the Eucharist or we don't, um, take advantage of the sacrament of reconciliation and going to confession. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just remember thinking what a waste, mm-hmm. like what a waste to not receive, um, the gift that the Lord is trying to, to give us. Mm-hmm. And, Um, receiving is hard sometimes, oftentimes, um, even like receiving help from someone Mm -hmm. and saying like, no, I I can, like, I can figure it out myself. We can get it covered. But when you do receive, um, it just makes the fruit of that situation so much more, so much more abundant. And so I don't know, I think we have like just a new responsibility and, uh, um, a duty, I guess, in a way to, Mm -hmm. to receive and accept, um, except fully like the gifts that the Lord wants to give us through the sacraments. Um, and those are some of like, that's what sets the Catholic, um, faith apart from all of the other religions is mm-hmm. that like, we have these seven sacraments that you can't go elsewhere and find. Mm-hmm. And the Lord has gifted the, these to us. Um, and that's just one of the, I mean, you can't even count the ways of how mm-hmm. he is so generous, but I think that like, that just stands out um, to me because it is um, u- unique to the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It makes me, I didn't even think of like the idea of like even connecting like the sacraments into this idea of generosity. But I mean, the sacraments in the, I think it's the catechism says it's a um, outward sign of an inward grace. So like, there's that, those two aspects, right? So it's happening and people are able to see it, but like the generosity of those graces is not outdone. So it's, it's, yeah, it's so beautiful. But how, Susan, how has, how's, what, I don't, it's a bicycle, people, We're getting back <laughs> on. This is literally what I was praying about before we did this. Cause I was like, I'm going to get so tongue tied because <laughs> this has been a while since we've done this. Um, don't worry. I talk all the time, but like into a recorded system, that's what I'm talking about. But, uh, Susan, how is one way the Lord has been generous to you? Mm. Whether, you know, it's been over the past two months that we haven't been recording or, um, today, um, or, you know, the past week, but how, what's one way that you've been really noticed, like the Lord being generous to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. And um, I think honestly, that's something that um, should be prayed with. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, quite honestly, probably every day. Uh Um, 
And that could, that could go back to just like an examine where you are just being grateful for like what the mm -hmm. Lord had given you, um, that day and what the Lord does give us gifts and blessings, um, is a evidence of his generosity. Um, so very simple way would just be do the examine. Um, but yeah, if you were asking specifically, um, in my life, I think the Lord has multiplied, um, just friendships in my life, um, especially like, um, the strength of feminine friendships, um, with women who, um, also are very strong in the faith, um, and are journeying, uh, with me and also, um, in my sisters and, um, even my mom, um, I think that friendships are hard, good friendships, genuine friendships, um, authentic friendship is really hard to find. And I also think that, um, it is a challenge for people to like make friends and keep friends. And the Lord has abundantly blessed me with, um, holy women around me to support me, um, to champion, you know, my dreams and to also just do life with me, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, in certain seasons of life, you need more than other times. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. friends sometimes will like ebb and flow a little bit. And then you'll have people who are also just like sturdy and mm -hmm. they just like keep coming back. Um, and sometimes that friendship um, may look like a relationship. Um, but for me, it has been more just um, feminine friendships and people showing up um, mm -hmm. when I need them to. Mm -hmm. Sam being one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Again, you need to meet Susan in person because everything she just shared is like, she shows you how to do, like, how to be a good feminine friend. Like, and everything she does, it, to sum it up, like, find yourself a tribe. Like, find yourself two or three, like, good, solid Catholic women um, because that's what I hear you just saying is like, you got to find those women to be with you mm -hmm. through the thick and thin, and maybe they're just with you for a season and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, life is all about relationships from now until, you know, when we're in heaven and internal communion with him. But yeah, that's what I hear you saying is like, find those people. You're great, grateful for those people that this, especially women that have been with you in this, you know, current season or over this, you know, year. Um, but in having that attitude of gratitude towards having that friendship and not taking it for granted and saying like, Oh, yeah. you're a great friend. That's it. Thanks. Like, yeah. You know, like actually having like a disposition of gratitude towards these people, mm -hmm. um, and towards like the Lord for sending these people into your life. Um, because, uh, this, you know, made me think of Elizabeth Lister, who I'm pretty sure I'm like 110% sure she's a servant of God, but in her writing, um, she wrote about a retreat that she went to with father Doyette. Um, uh, and she wrote down that he said he compared a woman to the heart, which ex exists only to spread blood and life until all the extremities of the body. In the same way, a woman must live for others and give herself to those around her. I think when you find like a good virtuous feminine friendship uh, that is lived out because you have parts of yourself that aren't 
you know, fully alive. And then when you are with someone who can champion that for you until you, you know, you're healed or you realize it or whatever the situation may be, um, having someone like that in your life who can, you know, hope when you can't hope or, or are willing just to be there with you, period. And, you know, the celebrations and the highs of life, um, but just having that attitude attitude of gratitude and disposition towards, um, having those friends. And if you don't have those friends, the most powerful prayer, and it's so true. I've heard so many women and Susan is the answer to my prayer. When I prayed this of like, I don't have that like in my life right now, I was at a season where I didn't have all my friends were either getting married or, um, during the shutdown, like were in vulnerable situations where they didn't want to expose themselves to COVID, which is totally understandable. Or I just had people that like up and moved back home because they didn't want to, um, you know, live in this city and be around people. And, um, and so I prayed, I was like, Lord, please send me friends. Like I am so, I feel alone. I know that's not true, but I feel alone. Like, can you please send me friends? Um, and there she was <laughs> standing at a door. I don't even know if it was a door, <laughs> but like, it was like an answer to a prayer of just not any prayer, but the prayer I was praying of just like, here is, not just anybody, but like a good and holy woman that's going to show you how to be a good and holy woman and to be like a mirror to reflect like the feminine heart back to you to show you how to be um, living for others and serving others. Um, and so I thank God for that every day. I thank God for those women that are in my life that help me know, you know, what to look forward to in life, you know, in marriage and family life, but also to remind myself of like, you know, what has happened in my life to be thankful for the memories and the goodness and the women that are championing dreams and praying for things that I don't even know how it'll unfold. But um, yeah, attitude of gratitude and just the feminine heart is a powerful, powerful encounter when you, you get to see that. Yeah. And we are speaking about feminine relationships because we're females, but I just keep thinking about <clears throat> our male listeners out there yeah. who like, um, need the same thing and the like the power of like male friendships as well and masculinity is is also really beautiful and how they can lift each other up as well um so take that in both contexts yeah um, not just how important like feminine friendships are but also um for our male listeners as well um genuine authentic friendships with other males um is a game changer as well and we've seen that also in our um, male friends' lives and just like my brothers um, and just how how powerful it is when you can um, build relationships with other um, people who are just, yeah, journeying with you. Um, so that was just the biggest thing that like kept surfacing is like, gotta make sure our male listeners are know that yeah. <laughs> they are loved too. Um, but yeah, I... I just really think that like everyone um, can give and generosity, mm -hmm. you know, the word is give, yeah. like, that's what you do. And everyone has something to give. And a lot mm -hmm. of times we'll, we will take ourselves out of the situation because we're like, I'm not rich enough. 
I'm not um, talented enough. Um, I, I'm a sinner. I have done this in my past. You know, like we'll create these, or Satan, we'll create these lies in our head that, um, that tell us like we can't give or we are not what that person needs. When in reality, um, everyone can give something to another person, whether that's just um, a listening ear, whether that is a smile, a conversation. Um, I mean, literally the list could go on and on Mm -hmm. and you can be generous with so many different things. Like, yes, um, monetary, um, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. (laughs) Money Money. is, is great, but that's not necessarily like what we're talking about when we're talking about generosity. Um, we can, we can give so many things to people who need just another human being next to them. Mm -hmm. And I think mother Teresa, um, really speaks about this all the time. Um, or St. Teresa of Calcutta. And she just says like the, our greatest poverty is just the fact that, um, we don't have people or people don't know that they're loved. Mm. And I think it's so true. And so we can just be generous in the way that we love or in in the way that we give our time, friendship, Mm -hmm. different, different things like that. Um, and quite simply, I mean, I think a lot of times we try to simplify it for our listeners, Sam, but it is kind of simple mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's like this this ordinary holiness that we're all striving for is not necessarily like huge, grand gestures. It's just like, how can I be attentive to the person in front of me? And that is generous with my time and my energy and my words or just listening. Um, so like everyone is able to do it and the Lord has given us that ability, um, and that virtue that we may have to grow a little bit, Mm -hmm. but if you ask the Lord for opportunities to be generous, he will give them to you. Mm -hmm. He will come quickly. Mm -hmm. You know how Mary went in haste. (laughs) Jesus will move hastily to give you opportunities to be generous. And when you pray for something like that, he is going to jump all over that and, um, yeah, open your eyes um, so that you see those opportunities where you can be generous in so many different ways. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that's the life of a Christian is like, it is simple. And the fact that like in our humanity, we make it more complicated. Like when you think about the Bible, it's not like, you know, yes, he talked in parables, but Jesus didn't like make it really confusing and really difficult to follow him. He's like, here are two things that you need to do. First, love God. Next, love your neighbor. Do that. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. And it, we can make generalizations and oversimplify things. I understand that. And that is a true true thing that happens Mm -hmm. but i think especially i mean for me someone that suffers from perfectionism and um scrupulosity Mm -hmm. you know it is very easy but to keep it in that mindset of like today did i love god fully you know thinking about your examine right at the end of the day did i fully love god in every moment of my day so like until you're able to fully take on that mindset, you're probably going to mess up like 99 out of a hundred times. Like, yeah, 
And so then you need to just strive the next day. Okay, today it was 98.5 times out of 100 that Mm -hmm. I, you know, did this. And then to just think about like, okay, did I love my neighbor well today? Mm -hmm. You know, what am I grateful for when I encountered my neighbor? Mm -hmm. Um, And just to cultivate, you know, that awareness of just those couple of things like you know did i pray today mm-hmm. did i take time to have a conversation with god um and it is it is simple and i think we need to to live into the truth of that simplicity but we can't associate simplicity and perfectionism as the same things like you know our as a call on our life as Christians is it's not perfect and simple and easy and going to be fine and dandy. And just because I love God, like I'm going to make it to heaven. Like, mm-hmm. no, not, <laughs> not going to happen. But just that, you know, it it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. And you are made to be in community and in communion with other people and in relationships. And he sent you out two by, sends them out two by two. So you need to find somebody else. And then to cultivate like that attitude of gratitude for those people that are in your life Mm -hmm. or for the gifts that God has given you to be generous with that. And so maybe it's taking time to pray, you know, Lord, like, what mission work do you want me to do with my gifts? Mm-hmm. What mission work do you want me to do with my talents? And maybe it is just as simple as like inviting someone to eat lunch with you um, mm-hmm. and just getting to know them or sending a card, which Susan does so well. Um, you know, it doesn't, again, it's not like finding the next wedding that's happening and calling them up and seeing if they need help. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's great. But that if, if that's not in your realm of gifts and talents, like, Pump the brakes yep. and find something else to like offer up your time, treasure and talent with. Yep. Yes, absolutely. That is correct. Um, I, yeah, I really honestly love the virtue of generosity. And um, I think when we are able to recognize uh, generous people, we can be more, much more grateful. Um, and when we recognize the generosity that the Lord has um, for us as well, um, we'll live our life differently and it will, um, yeah, be a much holier life, um, striving for greater holiness and striving to be, uh, saints for God's glory. Yeah. So great. Back at it. Back at it. Back at it. More podcast episodes to come, but thanks for listening. We're glad you're here. However you're listening in the car on your walk, however, sharing it with friends. Um, We're so grateful you're here. And we can't do this without the intercession of some very um, important saints. So St. Gianna. Pray for us. St. Jose Maria. Pray for us. Thanks for listening to Ordinary Holiness. Consider subscribing to our podcast so you never miss an episode. We hope you have a blessed day.